Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer, and I believe you are doing well by God's grace. I trust that you have been learning a lot from my interaction with Solomon, the son of David. Well, today I share with you the last part of our dialogue, where we talk about the prayer that Solomon made when he was dedicating the temple he built for the Lord and some of the lessons that we can learn from his life. And let me remind you that the role of Solomon is played by Joao Morales, who is a Master of Divinity student at Baylor Stewart Seminary. Please listen to this final part. Before we look at your advice or your words of wisdom or your message for those of us who are alive let me specifically look at your prayer of dedication yeah uh, recorded in first kings uh, chapter eight um in our what we call the christian scripture mm-hmm. um you made such a powerful prayer and 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 i can't help but ask you to just tell us a bit about your hope or the hope that you want um, Christians, those who follow Jesus, um, to get from this. And uh, just a bit about your view of God and also the hope that it can bring to all of us. My favorite part of that prayer, when I ask, will God indeed dwell on the earth? I was building this house for God, but I couldn't grasp how God would, in all of His greatness, Hmm. Him being the highest of the highest, Him being the one who even heaven cannot contain, Mm -hmm. how could the house that I have built contain Him? But yet, there was something in me that came from His wisdom that gave me enough faith and hope to ask him to regard my plea, to heed my cry and to heed my prayer and to be here on earth with us in that dwelling place that we're building by human hands. Mm. And my hope for y'all who are followers of the Messiah is to read this prayer, especially this part, will God indeed dwell on earth? And remember that not only he came and dwelt in the temple that I built, but then that later on the Messiah came and in flesh, in the body of a human being, 100% man Hmm. and 100% God lived with people. That's, that's what I still have such a hard time imagining. But it happened. That's, that's my hope that you look at this prayer that I, that I wrote here about the temple. And you see how the presence of God not only came to the temple that I built, but it came later directly from God, from heaven to the neighborhood, not only to the fancy temple, but to the poorest areas of Galilee. 
to Nazareth, the city that everyone despised. And that's why we can believe that the presence of the Most High God is with us even to this day. Hmm. Wow. And um, what what a great way. And, and interestingly, we also learned that because he, when he came, when Jesus came, he said that he is a temple. I mean, he said he would even destroy this temple and build it in uh, after three days. And one of the reasons why he, he was crucified, because they really revered even the second temple that was built. But um, now he becoming the temple of God and that opportunity to now believe on him and become a temple of the Messiah, a temple of God, Emmanuel himself. That is fascinating to me because, as I said, I mean, with this man in Galilee, I mean, we thought he was just going to be just, you know, restricted, you know, um, person in one place at one point. But he went away and by his spirit, he's now able to dwell in everyone who believes on him as the Messiah. And that is just so humbling and so um encouraging to all about that isn't that powerful it is powerful and that you talk about the fancy and all that uh, came with the building of this temple and you kind of foresaw when you said that i mean will you dwell in this temple you are really bigger than that and god was listening i'm sure yes. and now he's dwelling in simple and i said sometimes broken you know in many times imperfect people and he's just working in us Uh, to help us walk in wisdom and i love that i like i like the way it connects with your life amen brother (laughs) okay now uh let me let me end on the your your final words um just talk to people who are who do not have any relationship with this covenant uh keeping god this god of israel this god of the christian just talk to them and uh, probably your last word to even those of us who also follow the messiah um based on your life your experiences your uh your joys your hopes uh your failures uh, what would be your word of caution or exhortation or admonition for those who are alive today address the world and of course address disciples of christ so my word today is for those followers of the messiah and those who don't follow the messiah yet but especially to anyone who see themselves as a failure see themselves as unredeemable. People who who feel like they have messed up so bad that there is no way they can come back to God. What I've learned today is that God redeemed the most messed up family that I've ever seen. God made me an ancestor of the Messiah by the flesh. Hmm. And if God can regenerate and restore something like my family i want to say today that there is hope for you whoever you are amen i want to say that even if you feel like there's this thick mask in front of your face hiding your dirt writing your mass hiding all that's disgusting inside of you in such a way that nobody else can see how hurt, how broken, how problematic you are, even if you feel like a poser, like a failure, God can redeem you and your family. God can redeem your story just like He redeemed mine. Hmm. 
Wow. Thank you very much, Solomon. Uh, this has been a blessed moment for sure. And I've learned a lot. And um, I, I intend to reflect on how I can apply the lessons that I've learned this day. And I pray and hope that my audience would also listen and reflect on these words and just think about how God redeems. And we are living in a moment where the Messiah has come and he's still knocking at people's doors and people's hearts. And if we would give him opportunity, uh, he would redeem us. For those of us who do not know the Messiah, I I would want to use this opportunity to ask them to um, just commit themselves, believe on the Lord as their Savior and, and, and see how the Lord will work through their lives. Uh, because there's nothing difficult or impossible for him. And if he was able to redeem yours, uh, you are just human and you, he was able to redeem you to uh, to even make your story part of the story of the Messiah. And I believe that there's nothing beyond him. And so Amen. that is my prayer. That is, I mean, based on what you said, uh, that's my, my call to anyone who is listening to this. And I said, I'm taking mine and I'm, I'm, I'm really going to reflect on how to humble myself and let God take control of my life and redeem it for his purposes and build something bigger and more magnificent than even the temple of Solomon. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you very much, Evan. Great conversation. Well, I hope you found my conversation with Solomon edifying and instructive. My prayer is that you reflect on all the lessons you have learned and think of ways that you can apply them to your life so that you can be a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. Until we meet again, may God bless your reflections. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.